Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today hey i forgot that that was a new thing whoa they added that feature zoom yeah like they have to let everybody know now because they because i guess a bunch of people were getting caught not paying attention take that creepy dudes we, we yeah. solved it we fixed it i don't know i don't know i mean I, i'm glad that i didn't really do like a full like countdown because like that would have been a waste of time we can we can we can do it now and give the give the people a little bit of a taste of how the cheddar is made so to speak well i mean i i'm more worried about this balding conversation because i mean we can like be a podcast later um but oh. yeah i'm just i'm like afraid of uh losing my hair I am not entirely because really? I have a good head of hair, but I took a picture the other day and like, like when I look at it normally like this, like, I mean, it goes back a little bit up here, like on the peaks, but that's like any grown man. But I like saw it and I was like, oh, I might be like balding soon. Yeah. I think mine's just like, it's starting to thin maybe. Yeah. And uh, well, I've always had like long hair, so it's I don't want to lose my hair. And then I have this I do this thing where I'm stressed and I literally pull my hair out. That's very weird. And so like, yeah, I think I'm going to like cut my hair short soon so I don't ruin it so that it stays there longer. Yeah. Well, I wasn't ever worried about it because I figured if I made it this long, like because both my grandparents, like both of my grandpas are slash word bald, were bald. Um, mm. they're also both dead um now but so it was like a very like they are well, they i'd rather be dead than bald am i right <laughs> yeah right ladies um right ladies and, <laughs> he, this guy knows what i'm talking about this guy um, gets it. it's almost like we're on the same podcast <laughs> but like some dude i was like it would have like shown at some point like i'm not thinning anywhere else and then like a guy that i work with he's like yeah i had my first kid at 33 by the time I was 35, uh, now you can see what it is. And he's, like, arguably the ugliest person I've ever met. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, like, maybe I'm going to be ugly soon. Yeah, but you see, that you know what you have that's nice? Is you grow, like, a, like, if you look at your beard versus mine, you have a nice, cool beard. So you could be that dad that's got, like, the bald head but the sick beard. So it works, though. Well, and it looked, I posted a picture. I've been like really into saying that I'm a hot guy this year, which is. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm all here for it. I saw the photo. It was a great photo. It's a good photo. But like my beard looked all like patchy and shit because I just like woken up and like, well, I had, didn't just wake up. Um, I had woken up and watched uh, the uh, the the race in Azerbaijan uh, because some of us care about Formula uh, and our big posers. But um, I watched I care it. more than most. And. Uh, and uh then we went to brunch and like that angle just made my beard look all patchy and i was like i swear it's not patchy but maybe it is and i'm just not if you ever are self-conscious about your beard i got you brother you want to talk patch yeah i mean it is what it is like this is this is probably the best i've ever looked in my entire life um so like that's why i'm just gonna like i'm gonna go on the internet i'm gonna let everybody know that this is the best it gets um 
I'm obviously trying to lose more weight, but <laughs> I mean, it's, no I need to capture knows. this. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need everybody to know that I know that I'm very good looking. Yeah. That's also, that's also really nice. Cause uh, I got to start doing that more. Cause also, if you, you have more of those pictures when you're good looking, then if you like die an untimely death, those are the ones that are going to be used for your funeral instead of the ones where you look like a piece of shit. You know and let's I mean? be honest, we're both two uh, like average white dudes. Like if one of us snaps and like murders like a family or like a whole workplace or something like that, they're probably going to snag one of those pictures for like the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to like counterbalance all of like the shirtless like fat guy pictures I have on the internet of myself when I was like smashing 40s and like decided that i needed to wear gold chains and sunglasses with no shirt on and cut off jeans just like the idea of like a news thing being like local wisconsin man shoots up a dairy farm because that's a, like what i'm assuming you'd rob out there <laughs> and the picture they use is the one with you with the caption that says hot guy summer <laughs> <laughs> like on the news <laughs> Like just like me sitting there, yeah, because it's all it's summer sixteen all over again. I've decided that it is the summer before twenty sixteen. Um, I know a lot of people. Well, yeah, summer sixteen, like the Drake song. Um, uh, and I've decided that because like everybody was like, we're not counting twenty twenty, and I was like, well, why? Why stop at twenty twenty? Why not go to like a summer where like we knew it was like it was like it was a fun summer, but we didn't know what was coming. So like now it's like, all right, let's go back to 2016. We're going to have that summer that like we like knew was a fun summer. Like because I had a great summer of 2016. You know, you know what we fucking need? What? We need like an official hot guy summer playlist. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I think the, fir the first song has to be the boys are back in town. Set the tone. That's not a hot guy summer playlist. That's a song that like it's it's 1159 at night. And the next day, Hot Guy Summer starts. So 1201 hits. First song you hear at the bar at night during Hot Guy Summer. Boys are back in town? I almost feel like Boys are back in town would be a better closing song to a Hot Guy Summer list. So you want to, so you're, you're serious. <laughs> hey, the boys are back in town. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's one of those like like Paul Revere didn't like show up when like the British were like he didn't like have he wasn't like hey the British are coming and let me tell you about it it was like all these people were like I wonder what's going on I wonder if the British are coming and then Paul Revere's like yo the British are coming and then he peaced out this is true okay yeah he also wasn't the only horseman there's three and just for I some was reason. I was gonna bring that up, but then I decided that's too nerdy to like get into the art, get into an argument of an efficacy of a poem from 300 years ago. But bro, I'm wearing a Bob Evans hat right now. No level of nerd is inappropriate. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to flex on there. my like Paul Revere was just like a, a silversmith who would like happen to be there and his name rhymed better than the rest of them. Dude, that's, that's the name of this episode. Just Paul Revere's a bitch. <laughs> you like him. <laughs> You're not gonna like this podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> like on the Browns Out of Town podcast, we have like an irrational beef with Gary Indiana, and this one's gonna be Paul Revere. <laughs> Paul Revere, that's the Revere, that's the opposite of what we're gonna do to that guy. Play on words because we fucking hate him. 
Um, so uh, I forgot what else. Oh, um, let's talk about friendship real quick because what we were talking like we were texting earlier. <clears throat> Wait, can you can you do that again? Let's talk about friendship. Yeah, but just say it and then pause for like fifteen seconds. Let's talk about for friendship. Like- All right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a clip and I'm gonna put a song in there. <laughs> Let's show them how this cheddar's made. <laughs> yeah. You guys are um, looking. You guys are getting a look at the deep dish while it's just a regular dish, baby. Yeah, it's uh, th- like you know when you make like bread or whatever, and it has to proof, mm-hmm. like so it like rises. You're you're seeing it before it rises um but no like that was something that uh we were texting earlier and it's very weird where like it's almost kind of everything's kind of worked its way into especially like for me and like stand-up wise like not like killing myself for it i know you're a lot busier now and like doing a bunch of shows and like being like cleveland famous and shit um i don't even i think i think if you walked up to anybody from cleveland that's not my mom and asked my name they wouldn't know anybody who knows cleveland comedy knows joe briggs you're, you're the rising star of Cleveland comedy. Um, and uh, you're the That's most gross. famous Joe in Cleveland comedy. Oh, Joe Graham. Joe Graham's not going to like that. I, mean, I don't like you, it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying most famous Joe Briggs. I think if you're, you're going to on Mary st- Santora's IG story again today. What? On, one, on whatever mentor show that you're doing with uh, John Armstrong and all them. She oh, yeah, up. cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. That's the first time my parents are ever going to see me do stand-up, so I'm, like, low-key terrified. In Mentor? They're going to go to Mentor to watch you do that? Well, so it has to. it's a clean show, so I know I have to be clean. I One. mean, I wouldn't even say that you're particularly dirty. I, um... So, I hosted Hilarities for the first time this weekend on Thursday, and I didn't make the same mistake you made, but I made... I fucked up the first joke where I just... I just forgot, like... The punchline. Because <laughs> it was a joke I had, and I rewrote the punchline at one point. And so it was like a two sentence punchline. And I said the first punchline, and then for the like changed it to the second ending for the second one. And they don't, they don't line up. And the crowd was like, What just happened? And I was like, I fucked up. I was so nervous. And I just fucked up the first joke, guys. And then like, we just talked about how I fucked up and it like kind of won them back, actually. So that was fine. But that's honestly 100 percent like how on i fucked up mine we should try to get sam on the podcast just to like be like <laughs> hey which one of us is the biggest fuck up and why yeah. are you never gonna book me again um but uh i like huh and also sam's biggest complaint is i don't know why i did this i have a joke where i talk about buying a car with my dad and he says like weird shit and then the joke i usually say it's 11 in the morning and i for some reason said 12 in the morning because i meant to be like noon yeah. But he's like, 12 in the morning doesn't make sense. Is that a.m.? Is that p.m.? And I was like, it's supposed to be noon. He's like, just say noon or 11 because it's confusing. And I was like, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. It's weird when, like, the booker actually pays attention to what's going on on stage. I That's probably good, why that club rules is because he's so good at, like, seeing good comedy. But, like, it's weird when they, like, actually pay attention. Were you counting Sam laughs? Because he has a very distinct laugh. 
I wasn't when I was on stage, but I knew like, so when I went up there and fucked up real bad, I knew that something was wrong because like <laughs> I was not doing well. And then he like cackled like, <laughs> like yes. from the back of it. Yeah. And it was like, Oh fuck. Like what, a, what? And then, but no, like when you were just like, Hey guys, cause like I did a show when Chris Harvey was in Kenosha. Was that last week, two weeks ago? It was a Thursday show, like, it was supposed to be, like, 40 or 50 people in, like, this brewery, and, like, 11 showed up, and so it was just, like, me bombing in front of, like, 11 people, and, like, half of them were this dude's family, and then four of them, like, flew in from Tennessee to see Chris, so they flew from, like, Tennessee to Kenosha to see Chris, and I'm just up there, like, hey, guys, (laughs) and then, like, my first joke, like, ate shit. And I was like, all right, let's forget that ever happened. And then, like, they got a chuckle. And then I, like, tried another joke. And, like, they didn't like it at all. So I'm, like, four minutes in. And I was like, all right, well, fuck this whole set then. (laughs) And then, like, they just started, like, they just started laughing. I was like, you guys don't like any of my jokes. Uh, So, like, why am I going to pretend that, like, I like being up here at all. Like, you guys were all sitting out there. I know what you paid to get in here. I'm still going to get 50. Like, I just, like, (laughs) broke it down. And then I started getting, like, some chuckles. And then I was like, all right, I got him back on my side. Let's do jokes again. And then just, like, fucking bombed again. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, God, they're not even, like, buying into, like, the charm. That's so funny, though. Dude, it was so bad. They flew in from Knoxville? I don't know, like some part of Tennessee, and like Isn't the guy like who Tennessee booked it, pretty close to Georgia, and he lives in yeah. Atlanta. I, he was like doing random shows in in like Tennessee. Maybe it was Memphis. They said like oh. they saw him or something. But like the guy who booked it, he was a very nice guy, um, and he's like working on some like all things comedy show or some shit like that soon. But he like went up and like ate mad shit, like bad, 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 like worse than I did was way bad and like he finished on like this like so bad and then he finished on like this like really like crazy like having sex with me is like riding an old wooden roller coaster and he like committed to the bit so hard and like just there's not really like a punchline but it's like is like the whole end of the and he's like screaming to these 11 people and then he comes off stage and he just sits down like it's not anything and then so after i bomb i come off stage or off stage like i get away from where the microphone's at and then And then I sit down and he gives me knuckles and he's like, hey man, at least you're putting in the work. Like he like I didn't just see him eat shit 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but I'd be like, come on, dude. We we both live in a reality where we did not do well tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cody, Cody Cooper did that one time. What's that? We I did a you know did you did you do like the Great Lakes Brewery in the basement ever? Yeah, I I crushed that room. So I've that's like one room I've never been able to get right. The basement I love and upstairs all of Great Lakes. Great downstairs bad. And uh, we were doing that show one time, and it was like some younger comic who was newer, and he's like annoying. And uh, he, I did a set, and then. Or like I think I he did his set or I did my set and we were like right after each other. I think I was first and then he was after me. 
And afterwards, like I'm in the back by the stairwell on the other side, like talking to Cody Cooper. And like I got like a couple laughs, and these were people that just like didn't want to see a comedy show for the most part. But it was like pulling teeth. And then this guy went up and got like no laughs for the entire five minutes. And it's like a story about somebody like yelling at a grocery store or something, and he's like screaming into the microphone. No laughs. And then he comes out to leave, and I just say good set because like I have to be compulsively nice. <laughs> he was like, he was like, Yeah, I mean, you'll get there eventually. And Cody was just like, "What?" And uh, he was like, <laughs> "He was like, you'll get there eventually." And Cody was like, "Do you think your set went well?" And the kid, and the kid was like, "Yeah, I, I had, a, I think I had a great set. I had, I had him engaged the whole time." And Cody was like, "Okay, I mean, I didn't hear a single laugh, but yeah, I'm sure you had a great set in there." But we were dude, here, and we didn't hear a single laugh. <laughs> I miss that dude so much. That is, <laughs> that is like a perfect Cody Cooper story. Like, I've done that where I'll go like. I don't like when I was like super self-conscious about like my set or whatever, when I'd go to Lakewood and do like East end and I would yeah. like, and like, this was like when me and Cody like first started, like we've talked about it a thousand times. Like I was always like afraid of him a little bit. Cause yeah. he was like at that different level and he's kind of a dickhead. And I was also kind of a dickhead. So it was like one of those, like, Oh, we're not going to get along. But then we like realized that we really got along. <laughs> so like <laughs> he was at the, like he went up to the he was sitting at that like little like table like uh what is that like space invaders or whatever that game that's right there oh yeah uh, in the back room i don't even and know what the like, game is but I, yeah Galaga, he's maybe? putting his name in the he's putting his name in the bucket like four times <laughs> for like the bucket spot and i'm like walking by and i was like yeah man kind of nervous and he's like He's just like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Like, you're going to you're gonna eat shit, and then you're going to go home, and then it's going to be fine. And it was, like, one of those, like, perfect, like, who cares? Like, it, if you bomb, everybody else is bombing. And then you just go up, and you're like, all right, this rules. <laughs> like, let's this do rules. it. <laughs> but that yeah. was, like, I'm... A lot of people need to stop. Like, I keep seeing it now that, like, comedy's back. It, comedy's been back. But, one, they need to stop saying comedy's back. Two, they need to um, stop being like, I bombed so hard. Um, and like, like I'll see like all of like these, like a lot of the Akron guys will be like, can't wait to bomb at this place. Can't wait yeah, to you like. You should eat. never go in like with a negative. Anytime you go in with that negative mindset, it's going to make you worse. Or like they'll like go on like and I did it where I was like, hey, the fine people of Kenosha were not because I wanted to like make a nice little playful like like I I'm friends with that new guy on like Facebook and stuff. Like I wanted to post that like I still had fun, I liked the venue, yeah. um, and that the show was still good. And like, but I was like, hey, these people loved it when I was like when I was talking about how badly I was doing, but they did not like my jokes at all. And then I was like, great chicken or great uh chicken tacos or whatever and i thought like i thought that was like funny enough because it was like still like putting over the bar or whatever and yeah. then but then you go on there and people are like i ate so much shit come see me at the funny stuff on wednesday and you're like no it's not like bombing isn't the point isn't to bomb it's just weird when i don't like when people get come i don't i've never I, that was a weird place to stop talking i just like said come and then stopped i didn't mean to do that but I was gonna say like when people get com too comfortable bombing and they're just like hey that's how it goes sometimes but it's like it shouldn't be like that all the time man like, well that's the I thing it's like bombing yeah like i hate it too but like 
like when I did it, it was I don't want to be like the crowd was bad because like of course Chris went up there and crushed and like the guy who went up before me did well. And so it was like, all right, like I just had a bad set. Like I either they didn't care what I was doing, I was trying to do club jokes in like a fucking brewery, like whatever. Like I I'm spoiled that I've been doing mostly clubs lately. And so then you're just please, like Please, please keep telling me more about this. No, it's it's just it's what it was like the last like real show that I did was at the beginning of last month at Funny Stop and like it was a really good set. And Which then is it was also like, a club, correct? Right. But I mean, it's yeah. So it's like I've whatever. I've been more picky with where I go. Like I'm not like hanging out doing fucking Hatfields or whatever. Like I don't have wow. like bar experience anymore. <laughs> and so like and that's on me. Like I should be better at bar shit. Like I've been doing it long enough. But like I'm not gonna be like, oh man, they just like I just ate so much shit. Like ha ha ha. It's like no. Like I gave them a bad show. Like if they would have been there for me and I did that, like that's the worst thing that you could have done. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I feel like when you get stuck in those rooms too, they don't want like worked out stuff as much. They want, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's it's honestly what it was, and it was something that I was talking to. I forget who I was talking to about it. Where I'm like, I've like I used to be like really good at that, like outside of the pocket kind of shit. Like I wanted something to go wrong in the room so I could be like, boom, we're playing on that for like seven minutes. Where now I'm like all right, I'm going to do my 15 minutes and like, it's like an act now. And it's like, I know where this is. I know where that is. So and it's just because like indie bar shows don't exist anymore. That's true. And also like when you do club shows, do they care? Like if something happens, if you're at, if you're at a club show, if you're doing a club show and something happens in the room, like a waiter, not a waiter, because you should never talk about the wait staff, but like, if somebody sneezes really loud or somebody like at a table says something out loud, like are you are they allowed do they let you like have some play with that or no? I the I mean the spots that I've been like it wouldn't really matter that much. Like uh, I always do like if somebody says something, like if I'm like I don't know, like that stupid mass joke that I had been leading off with, like uh that they smell fishy or whatever, whatever. So it's like a dumb joke. And like people will be so one, it's a dumb joke. I know it's a dumb joke, but it's like a very well, nice, just, like I'm just laughing because my lead-off joke is also a dumb mask joke. Yeah, I mean it's like a nice like lead-off, like yeah. we're all in here, like we're all on like the same page that these masks are weird. Let's make it weirder. And then yeah. like some dude was like, Oh, <laughs> ooh, ah, like I'm not gonna wear mine ever. And then I'll like start on another joke, and then like he'll like act like he's like in on the joke. And, like, I've got no problem being like, hey, rule number one on the announcement was you're not allowed to talk. Like, and I have no problem doing that and then, like, popping back into a joke. But, like, I don't know if I was at, like, Eurogyro or something every Sunday. Like, if that person talked, I'd just, like, go in on them a little bit more where I'm not going to do that at a club because they want that guy to buy more drinks. And I'm the first fucking knucklehead up there. Like, I'm the beginning of the show. There's still another hour of comedy after me. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, but I don't know, and I mean, it depends on where it's at, you know. Yeah, I just want to see Taryn or somebody too. I've never really seen you do that. It used to, I got uh, my worst one was at the Stone Tavern. Shout out Stone Tavern. I uh, there was a girl who kept talking, and people were getting mad about it, and she was like very loud. And I finally, like, I was just like, yo. 
everybody has told you to shut the fuck up. Like, how do you not hear us? We've been yelling at you the whole night. And then she like ends up like, and I like went in like mean, mean. And then like, she like ended up leaving. And then I got off stage and somebody was like, yo, that girl's like actually deaf. And I was like, fuck. Oh no. So then I was like, so I was like, all right, we got to stop like being mean to like random crowd members. She was, she was actually deaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was like a whole thing. I had to apologize to her the next week. That's fine, but to be completely honest, comedy choice, comedy, comedy show is a weird choice for a deaf person. That's not. I mean, that's not a lie. I mean, but also some people, it's like a Monday at a bar. Like they don't want. I also sure. think now that we're back, do comedy in places that agree to do comedy and will advertise it, where they're like. Hey, we're about to surprise these people with some comedy. Why surprise them with comedy? Nobody enjoys that. You're not going to have a good set. They're not going to have a good time. They're going to be really pissed off about it and ruin the show. Just go to the go to a spot that's going to advertise it and tell people it's comedy night so they can change their mind and leave. Yeah. No, you're you're The problem, I feel like one big hurdle with that too is like it always works better when it's in like a side room. You know what I mean? Yes. Like any bar that has a room dedicated to comedy and those the, like townies can sit at the bar still in a different room, those shows go so much better than where they're just like, everybody's in one room, we're going to coexist. Yes. Like, and it's like one of those where like if they want to be in there, they can be in there. If they don't want to, they don't have to. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those like you like. I don't know. It just feels weird to like force comedy on people because most of the time it's not going to be good. And if it is good, then nobody's going to be paying attention. And it's just not like, unless they've been advertising it for a while, then it's like, fine, like, let's do that. But like, when you go to like, not to call out twists per se, because they do a pretty good job of like actually advertising it, but you're mm. like, you always feel bad where it's like Monday at like nine or eight or whatever it is. You like go up there and it's just like a bunch of nice guys trying to bang each other. And you're like, hey, I'm going to like come up here and talk about how weird it is to be a straight white guy in this room for like the next three hours. <laughs> like It's like, how about like go do that Dude, somewhere else? So last time I did that room, it was like exactly what you just described almost. Except there was like a woman that was there with her cousin or something. And he was gay and she was straight. And she was like a fucking mess. So she just, she just like kept randomly interjecting during people's sets as the show went on later. And I went up like towards the end of it. And so like she was like talking during my set. And I ended up just doing mostly crowd work because this woman wouldn't shut up. And she was like trash. So the show ends and we're all just like hanging out and talking. And I like go downstairs to take a piss. And it's just like this like wall of urinals. Okay. Yeah. And she's just like yelling at her cousin. And then there's like a dude trying to take a piss. And he just goes like, bitch shut the fuck up and then they like got in a huge fight and had to be like removed from the bar did you freeze uh we're both kind uh, of popping in and out i could hear you yeah but, but yeah, yeah that place is cool i like the bathroom i i mean it's it's one of those like spots where oh. like it's very well set up but it is very well set up i just have a good so the way this story ends is she starts like swearing at him in russian whoa yeah, and then he goes like, I didn't come to Twist to get some shit from a bitch from Russia. And she just goes, I'm not even from Russia. And I was like, all right, that's the weirdest like argument I've ever heard in my entire life. 
So not even from Russia. I just love yelling at people she, in like, Russia. This was like I learned the language because I was dating someone that was Russian or something. But I was just like, imagine dating someone Russian and then breaking up with them and then using that language to swear at people. That's kind of a baller of move. Gay bars. She's oh, like a super villain. It's like popping in and out, but I can hear you, but I can't see your face. Come on. Come on. You want in here? Are you coming in here or no? Yo, what the fuck was that? Yo, it froze that I got. A pretty solid video of it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it like it froze out and then like it just like went away and then it came back. So we're good? I guess. I don't know. Okay. We won't know until it's done. Good podcasting. Dude, it is what it is. I mean, if like if you wanted it better, hey, uh the podcast is cheaper on Patreon now too. So join the Patreon. Yeah, so good news, Harrison, you're about to save a couple bucks every single month. He already knows. I had to like run it by him. Yeah. So remember the last time I was like, "Hey, this is going to be our test to see if he actually listens to the end." And like he texted me like the next day and was like, "All right, I unsubscribed." And I was like, "All right, I'll let you know when to resubscribe." <laughs> didn't even get a text. What a what a what a son of a bitch. Do you have Harrison's phone number? I got him on the apps. Oh, I've actually got his phone number. So you know. Yeah. Um, we we just friendship. Fake argue every time I see him. That's that's our it's the nature of our relationship. Yeah, we should talk about friendship, like comedy friendship, friendship. because one Wait. of the cool things is like we've Wait. actually been like texting and talking to each other instead of like catching up with life on this bullshit. So we're like, <laughs> so that's <laughs> what we were like texting earlier. We're like, we need to stop before we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, I was like, what? I thought I didn't know we were actually going to build a friendship with this podcast. That's bullshit. Like, I didn't. Yeah, sign up it's for that. Like, but that's also kind of like um, sliding right into serious, uh, a serious one part two. Um, that's been kind of like the cool transformation that I've like done with comedy lately is like, I'm not in Cleveland, so I don't need to make any of the Cleveland people happy anymore. I can like help promote like Bill Squire shit without having to seem like a Bill Squire fanboy. Like I just genuinely like him as a person and like his comedy. So I could like help promote that shit and not want anything from him. Um, but obviously, if he wants to come on here and get us some views, that'd be great. Um, He's probably like, listening right now. Honestly, we've probably embarrassed him by calling him out. I doubt it. He's going to be sitting in his apartment listening right now. He's listening to the live recording because he subscribes to that. Yeah. And Bill Squire's like, too busy stealing song of the day from me to, to be doing <laughs> this. That's right, Bill. I'm, you stole your idea that I stole from somebody else from me. <laughs> but, no. hey. but I, I uh, I almost debated stealing it from both of you again and just doing song of the day and just bringing the pumped up kicks thing right back. That'd be yeah. real funny. That's a good bit. Just do that whole bit again. But, um, but no, it's been like super cool where I can like go to shows that I want to go to and have fun with like people that I like, instead of having to like go to like some nonsense place and like be like i gotta get these reps in i've got to do this a hundred times where it's like all right i don't feel like doing comedy tonight i don't feel like talking to people i'm just gonna stay at home and like watch formula one on netflix and then uh go to sleep formula what formula eh. 
Um, I don't think you get to call me out on this because when's the last time? Like I pay for Formula uh, app every month and gave you the uh, the login. And when's the last time you've even been in it? Uh, this weekend. You were not. Yeah, I literally logged in after the race and watched the highlights. Oh, you just watched the highlights? How cool! Yeah, because I was like, "What happened to Verstappen?" It was a promising it was a, year for Red Bull. Drama, it was dude. a crazy race, dude. Drama. This was the first race in like ten years that Verstappen, Bolta, and uh, Hamilton, Hamilton haven't scored a point in. Like one of the Ooh. three of them have scored a point in like the last ten years or something. Wait, like, like neither one of the Mercedes drivers got a point. No, he like uh, Hamilton like finished like that last two laps like in the stands, and then uh, Valtteri uh, was in like eleventh place. Holy shit! And then Verstappen, of course, like blew up right at the end, which was absolutely wild. Yeah, I was pretty pumped about it. Um, Sebastian Vettel got on the on the podium. It made me happy. Yeah, he got second. Pierre Gasly got third. Yeah, they were like, what's the key to success? And he was just like, tire management. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. Um, yeah. And they're like, well, and I think he, he knows for sure. That's like, he was like <laughs> twisting the knife. That's 100%. Um, but also, so funny though. let's like, talk oh, about you. Overtakes and he's like, no, it's tire management. Let's talk about is. you getting uh, getting new friends from comedy. How about that? We don't have to talk all about it, but I mean, you're gonna oh, be a, you're gonna be a happy boy. Uh, you've been uh, talking to a girl. It's very exciting. Yeah, all in all, things are going like suspiciously well right now for me. And uh, yeah, like my biggest fear is I just can't wait to ruin it for myself. <laughs> That's always like a good feeling when like you know the bottom's gonna drop out. Something has to give. There's no way. Like things can, like works good, comedy is good, and dating's going well. Like that makes no sense. That's I want to, yeah, yeah. I want to read the text that you sent me on Sunday, which was like the cutest thing in the entire world. <laughs> uh, the topic is friendship, and Ray's like, I'm going to prove to all of our listeners what friendship is. Yeah, how cute we are. Um, <laughs> let me find this. I can't. Probably because I text like a child. Maybe it was on Sunday, but you said I was busy doing lovey shit, and I was just like, "This is the this is like the funniest thing in the entire world." Um, yeah, I was like, I did actual like lovey stuff, and I enjoyed it, and it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, I think it was like the actual text, and it was just like very funny because like I just started laughing at brunch. Um, that girl spent the night last night, so I was doing cute love shit all morning. <laughs> <laughs> And like, <laughs> I'm at lunch or at brunch with my girlfriend, and I just start laughing. And I was like, "That's just like the most ridiculous text," but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> yeah, where you're like, "Yeah, man, I get it. I'm at brunch, like just being like taken over by these females." Yeah, well, taken over is not the word I would use. They like think- it's. In like not in like the like thirty year old white dude, these women are ruining my masculinity. But like it just like makes you soft. Like you're just like whatever. Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, hey, today could actually be pretty good. Like I yeah. think that's like one of the reasons why I'm not funny is because like the world's not terrible, and it's just like 
yeah, man, like it's so easy to wake up and be like, fuck this. I'm going to write jokes about every single thing I see to like make fun of it because it all sucks. And now it's just like, oh, like now I'm not funny because I'm not interesting because I'm like happy with life. Well, even like even that was like, I mean, so COVID like you, you've been dating, so you don't have to do this. But like COVID, it was hard to date. And then so like after that year or whatever to wake up, like just kind of next to somebody that you like are crushing on. You wake up and you're like the sun shining through the windows and you're like, today might be a pretty solid day, which is an insane thought. Cause usually when I wake up in the morning, I was like another one. How? Yeah. And so does she stay at your place or you, do you go there to stay? Yeah. She came to the pit stop. Is that what you call that spot? Yeah. Cause nobody should be here for more than 15 seconds. It's a nightmare. I just thought it was like, you get, there's a lot of fluids and lube involved or something. No, no, like no. Something, something weird that you would say out loud with a Bob Evans hat on. No, it's more like, it's like they come in real quick. And I'm like, what do you need? Get out. And then that's it. Like, like an F1 pit stop. Has she used like the shower bathroom yet? She's used the bathroom, but not the shower. Luckily. That's smart. That's well, a very she only smart spent thing. The night. So, I mean, she drove back home and, the next day mm-hmm. yeah you she was be, uh not you guys being safe yes raymond thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what an awkward <laughs> uh, this just, what would ray do wwrd every time you're about to engage in sexual relate in sexual congress with a woman what would ray do and then you wrap it uh, I have not used one of those in uh, the better part of a decade. It. Yeah. Like at present. So like, it's it's almost like what would Ray do when you have one on and then you just like rip it off. It's <laughs> like, fuck it, we're doing this. Jesus. Hey, it happens, man. I believe in 99%, you know? I do too. The 1% is destroying us, so maybe I actually don't. Whoa! Wow, we turned it into politics. <laughs> Sex is capitalism. Hello, welcome to the Comedy and Politics Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Joe Diovincielli. I'm going to change my stage name so it sounds more Italian and, you know, like offensive or something. Ray, the bourgeoisie <laughs> must be buried, Roberts. Ray, in quotations, the middle class, Roberts. <laughs> Lower middle class. <laughs> And it um, works because you're losing weight and the middle class is shrinking. Wow. Whoa. It all together. Dude, our whole life, that's that's what it is. Like the world, if you think about it, it's a simulation, right? So like since I'm getting my shit together, like comedy needed to die for that. I had Chinese food rice on my chest the whole time. Um I had Chinese food today too. Nice. Did you? Yeah. What what do you usually get? We got orange chicken fried rice, but the egg roll. Yeah. This place has the best. The only reason I don't like rice sucks and the, the chicken's okay, but it's the best egg roll I've ever had. That's I'm a big crab rangoon guy. Like I love crab rangoon. Welcome to the Comedy in China podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ray Zedong and, <laughs> and I am also Joe Zedong. We know one last name. <laughs> I know Shanghai Shek was a person, but I only know that from American Gangster. (laughs) (laughs) 
What do you, I don't know who that is. I laughed and then I was like, we'll figure it out. And we didn't, we didn't figure it out. Oh, Shanghai check was like, he was trying to do like an overthrow in China for a while. Um, like he was like, huh? Like Shaquille sack. No. Are you getting, are you getting Shaquille O'Neal, the largest and blackest human being on this planet confused with a rebellious Chinese leader? Is there a wrong answer here? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so <laughs> because I don't, I don't think you can be much more wrong than that already was. Well, I abstain. Um, are you going to try to get into just for laughs because that guy used the n-word a lot? What? The like guy who like books the new faces thing at just for laughs got in a lot of trouble for using the n-word a bunch of times. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how you get into J- JFL. Either do I. It was like I know that Drew Miller got to like audition at Hilarities last year, two years ago. Yeah. They had, I know they had a hilarities audition like a year or two ago, but I don't think they do that anymore, right? I have no idea. Plus, I don't, I don't know how realistic that is to get into that. I don't know if I'd get in, but I would love to audition. That'd be sweet. Yeah, just to audition would be cool, just to like get yeah. in front of those people. But like, I don't know how much time you have to do. I got an hour. I got an hour of material. I've been saving up, dude. It's lubed up and ready to go. I have to do, I mean, I have to do four minutes on Wednesday. I'm making the pilgrimage up to the skyline. I've got to get back into it because I've got a That's weekend four. coming up in a couple weeks. Why four? Because it's only, it's weird. Like they do four minute sets here, four or five minute sets here in Chicago. Like it's a weird, like Chicago, Wisconsin thing. I don't like it's that. very strange. And so it's like four minutes. And then once you like if you get like a closing spot on like the mic it's eight minutes not like seven i know like seven's weird but like you always think like seven to ten but like five seven ten yeah yeah which i don't know why seven became one but like i think probably because of television or something um but like it's eight like they'll give you like a random eight but then like a hosting set is ten which it just doesn't make any sense Yeah, I don't like that. It's weird. And then you go and do like the Rubber City Comedy Festival and their host spots were five minutes and like all the sets were seven minutes or five minutes. And it's just like, all right, guys. Let's not do that. Like, I'm going to do more than five. I think like even the shortest like hilarity is like when you hosted, it was 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've seen, like, I have a friend that moved to Austin because he wanted to be a part of, like, the big blow up and down there in Austin or whatever, Joe Rogan land. He was saying that, like, one of some of the open mics are three minute mics, which is just like, what do you even get from it? Yeah, you get, like, a single joke. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, to me, it, like, it, it makes zero sense. Like, four minutes is, like, borderline stupid, but I mean, what's the difference? And, like, they're, like, flexible with me a little bit because they're, like, hey, at 4.30, like, you'll get the light at 3. And then at four, you should be done. But if you go to like four and a half, it's fine. 
and like I'll like bleed it into 445. Like I'm not like blowing the light. Like I'm usually like wrapping something up, but they don't cut the mic on me when I'm like wrapping something up. So it's like when you do that like final qualifying lap in Formula E, where like as long as you start the lap before the time goes out, you get like that final lap. Like as long as you get that like last joke and they know you're wrapping it up, they'll leave you alone. But like three minute sets or like go into like I don't. I remember somebody said they went to San Diego and they were on a list of like 120 people. Like, who's that for? Who's watching that entire show too? If everybody does three minutes with 120 people, that's still like more than four hours hours of comedy. Yeah, four hours math. Like that's so long. It was Lewis Lee. Like he was like talking about how he was there, like because he didn't leave until like he didn't get on stage until like 1:30 or two in the morning or something stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why are you spending that much time to do three or four minutes? Like, I know, like, that's how you get good or whatever. But, like, there's so many other places you can go. Plus, like, if you're going to sit, this is what drives me nuts about places like that. Or, like, if it's going to be a bad room and you're going to do three minutes, you're going to sit in a bar for four hours waiting to do three minutes of comedy. You'd be so much better off just sitting at home and writing for four hours or even half of it, two hours. Well, that's my thing is like, all right, cool. So like, I like driving. I like write a lot when I drive. So like, I don't mind driving somewhere, but it's like, so I'm going to go sit in a room. Like I'm like second on Wednesday, which is my favorite. I would rather go first or second, get back on the road and go home. Why am I going to go to like, I don't drink. I'm like, I'll show up to the mic early to talk to people. Like if you want to stay until three in the morning to like talk and hang out, go for it. Like, I know that that's like, where a lot of like, the like schmoozing goes on but i'm not gonna sit here and watch 13 other people after i go up like there's no there, at no point do i want to watch 13 people's shitty four minutes and i don't like i don't know i think we've talked about this before i can't I have a really hard time watching comics before like if i'm on a show i don't like to watch comedy before i go up because it stresses me out i'll watch like the last bit of whoever's in front of me just to like feel well, the crowd same. out a little bit. But I can't do it just because if they're doing well, I stress out and I'm like, well, they're they're doing well. There's not enough room for both of us to do well, which is insane. But then if they're doing bad, I'm like, oh, the room sucks. Fuck. It's like smart. See, I'm like, for whatever, like maybe I'm just like delusional, but I'm the opposite where it's like, oh, if they're doing really well, like I know I'm better than that person. So let me like, like wait till they see my shit and I'm like riding the wave. Where then, especially if it's like dead, dead, I'm like, fuck yes like this is me like i do not have to like if it's like bad like i'm i'm so excited to go up there and then like so i'll have like a good set and then afterwards like the show pops off and you're like i did that like i turned that around like i love that shit i just love that we both had a. you said the opposite and i thought you were gonna pick one of them and you picked both of them you're like i enjoy both these scenarios that you hate yeah there, it's like options that's I, I like that. Part. I hate going on stage, which I think is what it is. But I don't know. I also I I don't know. It's I, everything around it kind of has been. I don't know. Since I've been like trying to like work on myself, I'm like very wary of like going up on stage and being like, <laughs> like I don't know like what that is. Like I'm like okay, cool. Like I'm better at comedy now than i ever have been but like i'm bombing way worse like it doesn't even make sense i think it's like part of it too is like the top of the bar gets higher you know what i mean 
so as you get better you know like the top end results better so anytime you like yeah your window move from this to this anytime you hit like here it feels worse even though like is that there's sets that I do now where I'm like that was hot garbage, but if I compared it to what I was doing in the first six months, it would have been better than I think most of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's something I was like talking to Tyler about. Tyler Ross, I was like, I would rather be the worst feature in the country than the best host. So it's like having to wrap your head around like getting used to like being not good again, because it's a different thing. Like it's yeah. a different animal. So like facing it, because like when you're doing. I mean, 10 is a little bit longer. So like you have room to work or whatever, but like when you're doing like a 15 or 20 or like, let's say 12 or 13 or whatever, like it, you have to like pace yourself more. Like, sure. It'd be nice to kid. Like, I'm not Bobby Kelly. I'm not going to go up there and murder for 45 to an hour, but like you like have to insane. pace out that, that whole thing. I like I've, that was what he did on stage was actually insane. I've been trying to explain that to people, and I don't think anybody believes me. <laughs> like, I was Dude, like, I don't know this if is I the best comedy I've ever seen. Unless I saw it, and then I, I just, utter, like, utter distress. I was telling someone, I was trying to tell, like, another comic about it, and I was like, it was just, like, a massacre. Like, people would be like, I murdered, and I was like, Bobby Kelly did more than murder. He just, like, he spit on your bodies when he was done. Like, it was insane. Well, you saw both of those shows that night, and, like, our show, like, went very Wait. well. Like was I was show. very happy. It was a great show. And then you're like, there's no way it's going to be better than that. Like, this is like a great show. And then you're like, this is a completely different thing. Yeah. Like this, it's not even, we're not even doing the same thing. It was just like rapid fire, aggressive comedy. You know what I mean? But like it wasn't just, like, and it wasn't like that weird, like dirty, mean, like it was like that perfect, like, yeah, it was just funny. It was just funny. Just it, but it was like so quick that like you didn't even have time to overthink his jokes because he was just like, here's another, here's another. Dude, there you go. Yeah, it was like as soon as you caught your breath from the last one, oh, you thought this was done? Nah, here we go. Now yeah. I'm in the grass. Like I went through three seasons. Or Dude, that was the funniest that tag I've ever heard, like <laughs> in person. That tag was so good. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, all right, Bachelorette's on in eight minutes. So I have to uh wrap this up to watch the Bachelorette. Oh, um do you don't like the Bachelorette? Actually, it's we just don't understand. Actually, I don't like any either one of them. I don't like shows like that. I'm sure if I was dating someone, I would. But get your maybe. new girl involved with it. It's something fun that you can watch and like make fun of. Like it's just very good brain dead television where you like pop an edible, um, and you like watch and you're like, I can't believe Chasen is so dumb. You know. And... So it's so time to get serious. You ready? Buckle in. You know what I'm like terrified of. I've already started doing this. So she, this girl was like, I can't tell when you're uh, like being serious or when you're joking. And I don't know how to just be like, it's always a joke. It's all a joke. <laughs> None of it's like serious. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, every once in a while. It's like one of those because, yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about because it happens in our house all the time where it's like, I don't know if you're being serious or not. And I'll be like, I honestly, I started this being maybe serious, but then like the bit was too good. <laughs> she, like... Yeah. yeah it was like the first, <laughs> she thought it was like our first like argument. And I was doing a bit where I was like, I was mad about something dumb. Wait, like, did you steal a poster? <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, like she liked pickles and I didn't. And I just like went on like a minute and a half thing about it. It wasn't okay. And she was like, I thought you were really mad. And I was like, why? And she was like, because why would someone talk about that? 
for over a minute if it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you're making some sense right now. You're asking good questions. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, but also get used to it, dude. Like, and she's like, "There's no crowd. Who are you doing this for yourself?" And I'm like, "100." percent Like, yeah, like I do it all. Like, <laughs> my good Ashley was like, "You need to start like actually writing again," because I was like, "My mustache is getting out of control. I need to shave it." Well, I guess it's not really a mustache. It's more of a choose stash because I choose to keep it. <laughs> And she was, she's just like, what are you even talking about? And I was like, I don't know why. That's the funniest thing I've heard today. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's it's dumb little shit like that where I think that's like more fun. Like, yeah, of course, like that would be like something that like people would just be like, go fuck yourself. But like that shit to me is more funny than like three seasons in well, the sled hill. So like we went out to eat the one time and she was like, normally she's like, do you keep these thoughts to yourself when you're alone? And I was like, what if I'm alone? Yeah, I can't just talk out loud. And she was like, so then like, are you just like randomly laughing when you're doing shit? And I was like, all the time. I'll be grocery shopping and I'll see like a wine with a dumb name and I'll just stare at it for 30 seconds and then laugh and walk away. And people think I'm a psycho at the grocery store. Yeah, it's just it's good. Like, hey, so it's it's part of the whole it's part of the program. Like, you're just going to have to get used to it. Hey, so what are we just like? (laughs) Just because of the broad. Because I was about to say, just because of the era that vernacular is from, I thought you were just going to strike a woman after that. <laughs> like, <laughs> my favorite is like I started the I started the, the good uh, guy the, in the movie never calls her toots. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like I like started the dishwasher one day, and I said I like got it ready, and I was like, hey, the dishwasher is ready, 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 ready to run, <laughs> like the Tixie Chicks song. <laughs> and then, and so like that was a different day and then the next day i was like hey uh she was like hey that's ready to get started like whenever you're ready and i was like let's get it started ha huh. like, <laughs> and then and then when it started going i was like oh it's run in run in and run in run in <laughs> And I was like, two Black Eyed Peas jokes on the dishwasher and one thing. Where else are you getting that? Like, people Dude, pay I, to see this shit. I don't know, but I've, I got a feeling that tonight's <laughs> going to be a good night. <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, all right. When's the next time you're at the Winchester or whatever? Do your shows to fucking Cleveland Famous. Uh, I think uh, so Dean Del Rey is there I think the second week of July and then Liz Mealy is there at the end of the month I am on neither of those shows but you should still go and support live comedy Um, Dylan Lusk is very jealous of that Liz Neely or whatever going there really yeah I guess he's like a big fan of her and I was like I've never heard of her but isn't he in Cleveland can't he go no he's outside of PA right now oh okay that makes sense. Um, I didn't know if I just didn't see him because of COVID or what. No, he was in Reno for like the longest and then oh. moved back to PA recently. Um, do you? Why don't you have a website? What do you mean? Like, so you can put all your shows on it and you can just be like, all my shows are at whoisrayroberts.com. I have a website. Uh, it's, just, it's a mess and I've never updated it. If you go to, I think you can go to joeisalsohere.com and it's me. Oh, well, go to joeisalsohere.com. leave a comment um so that yeah, you know totally have a website <laughs> joe has a website 
Um, all right, whoisraroberts.com. I've got shows. Uh, I've got a weekend at Skyline coming up in a couple weeks, uh, opening for Zoltan in Milwaukee at some point, doing some random show up in like Oshkosh or something. Can I tell you about one random th- Oh, you're opening for Zoltan? Nice. Yeah, you <clears throat> Can I tell you about one dumb thing before we go? Yeah, better be funny because we're ending on it. Uh, so the website template I used, I think it was for like an animal shelter. And there's just like a donate now button in the corner. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to delete it. So there's just a donate now button that goes. Speaking of donate now, donate to our podcast, patreon.com backslash WIRR. Oh my God. Oh. Promotion. Promotion. We know. I'm going to send you this website. You can look at it. It's where it's. <laughs> All right. I'll look at it while I'm watching The Bachelorette. Um, who's going to win The Bachelorette? Johnny. No, shit, it's a woman, Amy. I think I just had a stroke. The correct answer is the Hearts of America. Uh, thank you for watching the Comedy Mushroom Cold Podcast. Bye, Joe. See ya. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash w-i-r-r to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode uh the things that we cut out the good stuff that we uh saved for our strangers and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh live and in person ad free with no edits at all patreon.com backslash w-i-r-r